Hi, and welcome to the RPG Academy Show and Tell. Show and Tell is a show where I like to bring on somebody in the RPG space and talk about something cool they're working on. I'm Mo. And today we're going to talk to Rainer Kazakazla, designer of Sorcerers, Adventures, Kings, and Economics, also known as Sake. Hello, I'm Rainer Kazakazla, a game designer and metal artist from Estonia, Northeastern Europe, and uh, Sorcerers, Adventurers, Kings and Economics, shortly Saka, is uh, my game where players take the role of merchants, pirates and or domain rulers in addition to of being uh, regular adventurers. Nice. Um, before we get, I want to talk about uh, Sorcerers, Adventurers, Kings and Economics, but before we get into it, uh, how did you get into game design? I think my story started really similarly, uh, like a uh, lot of those game designer stories. Uh, started playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons for me. It was a uh, second edition. I was a teen, um, of course, living like this place where we lived. We didn't have like the official books or anything. We had uh, like uh, somebody, somebody's uh, father's uh, business. There was printed out that some manual. We didn't understand English even uh, correctly. So we played some sort of Dungeons and Dragons type of game. Right, right. <laughs> and, and of course, uh, we found a lot of problems in there and started to fix them. So this is like the, the simple, simple start. And I'm fixing it for like, uh years and years and years uh, uh i got interested in making a game of myself and so it went so, so this uh sake is my first uh game and um, and it has been in works yeah i could say like something like <laughs> 20 years but it, it's not truth because uh, uh I, I would say like uh, the, the game got name like something four years ago and let's say it's it's been in works like four years before it, uh, it what there were some other tests and uh, things in work well um, I think your your origin story is a lot of people's origin stories um, yeah. I too uh, ran into AD&D or Dungeons and Dragons V2 as a kid I too had a friend whose father's company had a copy machine <laughs> so um and i too uh found failings with uh dungeons and dragons but uh i wasn't bold enough to try to fix them <laughs> um that is awesome uh what kind of experiences or feelings are people going to have if they play sources adventures kings and economics Saka plays um, for this sort of feelings like uh, uh, when you want great, we, we all have this sort of uh, inner uh, inner feeling that we want to create something. Uh, mm -hmm. Saka gives you the uh, possibility to create to create your own domain, to create your ships, to create your uh, uh, armies, uh, to build your city, the blocks to build, uh, build your castle, populate it with a uh, with systems and stuff, uh, I think this is the this is the one of the main thing. 
and of course seeing uh, seeing this your creation grow seeing your domain grow like more people move there uh, it gets uh, more prosperous you get more rich and it got what comes from the fantasy of success like you can be successful like in a in a conventional sense in, in our world sense uh, in a way and uh, but of course uh, it 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 uh, it call, comes with uh, some serious themes because uh, ruling a domain is is not some sort of uh, funny only funny fantasy business uh, like saving a princess from a dragon or something like this you have to make some pretty hard calls mm. and so how how does the game make you make those decisions or is that the G the game master's choice uh when we talk about the hard call uh, like hard calls uh, like let's take uh, for example um, in the uh in the doma domain there you have uh, different groups of people like living there let's say the the land nobles the land aristocracy and and the uh, free free peasants like the right. land aristocracy or the let's say the free peasants uh, uh, come to you as a domain ruler or domain ruling council, the players, uh, the uh -huh. DM takes the role of the uh, peasants, as they are right. the free peasants, they are NPCs, and the NPCs like say that uh, the, the situation was rolled, like uh, from your domain systems, the, the, gotcha. the, they asked that the, the land aristocracy is like being, uh, mm, taking too many taxis or something like this, uh, so now the players have to decide, like, would they, like, uh, uh, um, side with the uh, free peasants or side with the random aristocracy? But when you side with one uh, group, then the other group gets angry. The land aristocracy is rich and they have uh, small armies. The free peasants are not so rich, but there are more of them. So trying to keep everybody happy. Who yeah, have different opinions. It can nice. be impossible, but uh, it, it's like um, I, I, the game tries to stimulate uh, this sort of um, real life, uh, early modern uh, state. Right. Right. So you you said the players get to play the uh, kind of the people in control, the nobles. Is mm. that right? They, uh, this is um, who do, who do, who do the players the get thing to play? Where, uh, yeah. the, the players get to play whatever they want. They just uh, they, they this is the thing where, when the campaign is uh, decided with GM, uh, the GM, the players together decide that do are we playing the, this sort of domain game when you are all like the nobles ruling a small state, or may or maybe you are may, playing a pirate game, you are pirates, or you are uh, whatever, or or we make a regular adventure game like you are like going dungeoneering and maybe you buy your villages and villas with this money and start the domain right so it sounds like there's a very serious like session zero part where yeah. everybody agrees on what kind of game you're going to play it's very important and it's important for character uh, building of course uh, or also because um, uh the system is point by so there is no classes or uh something like this so you can make like a character what's not fit for the game uh, you are right. gonna play like when you're gonna play a, a, a merchant game and you don't take any skill in 
economic any economic skills then it's like you're gonna be bad at selling stuff right 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 you better be good at taking stuff then <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 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 or, or um, the, when the game is gonna be a really combat heavy and you build a like a right character without the combat uh, experience then it's like bad but the, for that the, mm, the, f the first start i i would uh, suggest to use the archetypes what i've built they are like uh, really into the middle of having almost mm. everything mm -hmm. what what may come up <laughs> nice so um what kind of support do you give the gm to kind of facilitate these conversations uh is it formalized is it is it part of the is it a structured part of the game or you, is this game for kind of people who already played role-playing games who can probably figure it out uh no it's it's really uh really formalized mm, the basic edition is out and uh, when you take the mm, take the file you can see that uh, there is a okay the basic edition is uh, 246 pages or something but there are like 40 pages of different sheets uh, uh, in different files what come with this file. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like okay. sort of uh, adventure sheets, dungeon sheets, uh, domain sheets. Uh, so it's, it's, it's nothing like, uh, it isn't the game, but says like, now you have a domain, do something with it. It, it, it has all the rules, uh, all the systems. Uh, uh, to be honest, the, the domain part, uh, um, lot of the testing with the domain part uh, um, yeah when i didn't uh, before when i before going with the group uh, playing with the group uh, the domain part lot of testing i did it myself because a uh, lot of this is like this sort of random tables what decide what happens in your domain mm. so you basically can play this part as a solo game oh interesting um do you take any inspiration from games like blades in the dark who have like a crew sheet is it sort of like that or is it really uh, different okay yes um the game has uh, a lot of this sort of uh, crew sheet uh, types of sheets the domain sheet is basically a crew sheet uh, because uh, your kingdom has a lot of like the income stats the the corruption stat uh, the the prosperity stuff and, and that was that sort of thing that comes together from the player character skills and when you go to dungeons to dungeoneer dungeoneering in the dungeons then you get the crew street crew seat sheet also for uh dungeoneering where also the bc's uh, skills got formed together their hazards and opportunities uh, scores yeah. and the same and they are uh adventuring in the wilds like um, and this uh, this is the sort of like like how to say the middle picture size like one day they move this sort of amount of time and the role hazards and role opportunities what come together from their personal skills again yeah a lot of the sheets and they are um i think they're really helpful for a gm to run because there are a lot of ideas a lot of example encounters some of them pretty pretty much totally written out some of them more like ideas what to do but uh, yeah there is a lot of support uh, for all of, all of those different systems so it's not just uh, it's a crunchy game and do everything but i don't give you tools i give you all the tools 
Nice, nice. Yeah, it sounds like um, those sheets also help kind of uh, document the campaign play. Oh, yeah. Now you come uh, for the, the X, X system because uh, to get getting the XD appearance, uh, um, PCs uh, and the end of every game session, like Markdown, what happened, like all the encounters, you, you, and, and from that, that they get the experience and they discuss, oh, did they discover something new? Was it, uh, uh, was there some sort of hazard involved? Uh, did they uh, got uh, uh, their goals uh, done or not, not uh, or, or such things? So yeah, uh, in this uh, in your character sheet, there in the end the, of several sessions, there will be a, like a long journal of all the things what happened. I designed nice. it this way because um, I have been playing like twenty years, and a lot of the time it happens that uh, there is like one month pause or something, and people come together mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, what happened? Like, where were we? What happened? Like, uh, oh, this king, well, why? Why were we? Are we in a? Why are we? Why are we? Why are we attacking him again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did we kill him? What? Oh <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you should write it down, like. Right. Yeah, and then somebody writes it down. But yeah, I made it into mechanics, so you have to write it down. Yeah, sometimes real life gets in the in the way of role playing sessions. Yeah, so I I appreciate that. Um, so it's like a mechanic in the end of every session. You just do it. Okay. So, so you 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 touched on a, a thing of mine. Um, you said it's a point by system. Uh, does it have any similarity to Champions or Palladium? Hmm. Champions, Do you know champ uh, champions or palladium? I okay, think I'm they're, not, I'm not, I haven't read it. Yeah, they're both uh, very popular point by systems from the, uh, I guess the '90s and early 2000s. Um, uh, champions was you know started to start uh, for for superheroics, and um, mm -hmm. then it. Um, quickly became like you know a game to play uh fantasy uh shadow run um normal spies like just any kind of situation and uh it was funny because the point by system they had worked very well to uh to play to to make anything in a game the only thing they could not make was the uh, bag of holding their point by <laughs> system was very very clumsy about dealing with the bag of holding <laughs> um because you know what is a bag of holding you know is it is it a power is it space oh, okay. like what 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 are its characteristics you know and it, it's one of those things in D, D. you know somebody tells you what it is and everybody goes along with it but um can you get in a bag of holding does it give you defense you know, like what, what, what is, what is it? And so, um, yeah. Uh, whenever I hear about fantasy and point by systems, I fall down the rabbit hole. I beg your pardon. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's, 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 I think uh, 
like you said, I haven't treated, but but, but I understand that the, the, the game is like uh, the point by system is really, really open. You can build like almost right. everything in there. Okay, soccer is like a little bit, uh, not little bit, but really much more like um, has uh, borders. You mm -hmm. really you can you can build in the system, but it still has like spells. What are abilities you just buy? You don't build your own right. spells. You right. buy the spell, what is in the book. You buy the ability to do this or to do that, what's in the book and, and uh, such things. So it's mm, the the building or your own ability spells part is more like uh, if the GM wants to homebrew or, or, or you decide to homebrew and it's okay for your GM to make new spells powers and stuff. So just, just to give me an idea, how many points would you have to build a entry level character? Uh, <clears throat> uh, the archetypes are built with the 100 XP points. Points. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, but you can use other point styles. Most of the NPCs, but they are your entry level like enemies, are built around with 60 points. Gotcha. Uh, because they are more specialized. When you're like uh, get the bandit enemy. He will just be consisting of combat stuff, basically. Right, right, right. But right. as a PC, you need to like have also the social skills and uh, and some uh, science skills and like mm -hmm. the like I said, the archetypes are like you can't fail when you take the archetype. When you're going into the um, domain game, you still have those uh, domain skills there too. But uh, right. random bandit NPC doesn't need to have. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's see. So we talked a little bit about kind of how session zero is really important in sake. Um, what kind of character choices do I have to choose from? You said this game could go all different kind of places. Um, what kind of archetypes? And I guess how many archetypes are you giving us in the book? Uh, the basic book uh, has just uh, just four. Okay. Right now, at the start, one is uh, samurai bureaucrat, <laughs> like the name says, bureaucrat, <laughs> samurai right, right, bureaucrat, right. not samurai, right. samurai bureaucrat. Uh -huh. So uh, this is a um, a character archetype in the Astonic world uh, where the a game is meant to take place, but it can be played in other worlds, your own homebrew world right. also, or. I don't know, basically take it to Forgotten Realms, even if you want. <laughs> right. But yeah, it probably doesn't work really well, but you get the point. It, it's not uh, grounded in Astonic world, but but this, uh, this is the world what I work with. So yeah, uh, that's why the samurai bureaucrats are, are the, the cast of people who manage the domains uh, of the rulers and okay. form the, the basic army also in the same time. So they are like your tax collector, policeman, uh, uh, policeman, soldier, and a village uh, teacher <laughs> in the same. Mm. Uh, the other is Shinobi. I think the name says what it, what it is. Shinobi, Shinobi, ninja. Okay. Archetype. And, um, and then uh, what I have, uh, uh, the other already archetypes in the base game, the other two are uh, more magic ones. Uh, one is the Beastmaster, uh, uh, who 
uses the Beastmaster a magic school to talk with animals and uh, and uh, and take them under her control and the and the fourth one is as uh, Azure warrior or Azure as assassin and that what who uses this, the astral projection magic school to mm. uh, travel out from their body as a soul and fight as a soul so as you can maybe imagine when your soul you are really hard to hit with a uh, regular weapons and right and, and you and the soul soldiers that's a azul warrior azul assassin sometimes called also uh attacks a person he doesn't make a physical harm but he kills an enemy's soul so right this this, uh, this concept is inspired by our own uh, my own uh, country's mythological beliefs and i think that the similar beliefs are really really mm, in most of uh, most of folklore that uh, you can come out from your body as a soul mm -hmm. and travel mm -hmm. somewhere and the soul person can do something the same with that the same with all the magical schools um have they taken the mm, the classical like this sort of fantasy approach but uh, but as i'm um, really this sort of real history mm, history uh buffer what's the word even served as a history teacher for six years mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, interested in history a lot and taken taken the historical the cultures and put them them back to the back to the fantasy magic stuff so so the magical schools are pretty much uh there are similarities with uh, this sort of classical fantasy or mm -hmm. how we say how we say it but uh, but uh, some of them are pretty much totally different or work hmm. totally different interesting and of course, really... really because the game is not only combat driven and so all the magic doesn't have to do damage right right this sounds pretty awesome man um it sounds like uh you have built a very rich uh, game world. And it sounds like you have characters and archetypes and a system that really supports it. And that's awesome. Um, Thank you. If anybody wanted to kind of watch uh, an AP of your game, are there any actual plays up where people could check it out? No, 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 no actual plays at, the, at this moment. And, and I should ask the, 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 the particular question. Uh, do you plan on making actual plays in English? <laughs> no, like I don't plan it. If if somebody uh, okay. uh, would plan it, it would be great. I would love to uh, play it. To be honest, I would love right. to play my game <laughs> as a player. <laughs> it would be really really cool uh, because, um, like, you can see my my English uh, when speaking is not so great. Uh, when writing, it's uh, easier for me to do it really yeah. slowly, and, and 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 I think I think I, I would just don't, wouldn't be fit to be uh, the sort of uh, English speaking uh, GM for uh, public. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I, I get you. Um, I, I I speak a little Spanish. I speak a little Japanese. And I, too, would never imagine trying to run a game in Spanish or Japanese. <laughs> um, 
it's hard it's hard it's um i think it's hard uh, because when when you have a like a speech i have done some speeches in my time in english but uh, uh it's easier you write the speech you know exactly yeah then you just read it okay you use the use maybe some different words whatever but you just read it you know all the words but uh, but uh, in this sort of um, open atmosphere you yeah. just uh, forgot you 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 start to use only the really basic uh, mm-hmm. words mm-hmm. yeah role playing games are kind of the ultimate improv and mm-hmm. there's a certain point where you need to have all of your facilities about you uh, i can't even drink alcohol when i'm jamming <laughs> because oh. i need to be focused <laughs> that's hard. That's hard. <laughs> um how can our listeners support you and uh your game um, sorcerers adventurers kings and economics they can download the game but uh, the basic edition is uh, free or pay what you want mm. It's um, it's downloadable in DriveThru or in Itch.io, and if they like it and would want to get more, then uh, there is Kickstarter coming, and probably I open it in in the second half of March or in the start of uh, uh, April. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, and another thing, mm, I'm designing an adventure dungeon adventure dungeon crawl what is a what is a city city districts in the same time and it will be out uh, the small book it's around 60 pages will be out by the end of january um how can people become part of your community what are what are your social media handles okay mm, Saka has a, a reddit group mm, where I would be happy when somebody posted something, asked uh-huh. something. I would help there. Maybe after some time, there would be other people helping there. Um, Saka has a page in Facebook, and uh, but the other social media is more like, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I'm in Trades, I'm in uh, in Mastodon, all those and uh, it has a web page but i think this sort of uh, as a community to ask something a reddit thread would probably be most uh, useful for everybody cool well i will put these links in the show notes and um thank you so much for your time rainer um sake sounds really interesting and exciting um i you you had me at point by <laughs> so now I have to check it out because I have to see, you know, how it works. Um, I I have not been bold enough to make a point game by game myself, but um, it, it is truly my first love in RPGs. So this sounds really cool. Um, yeah, thank you so much. I, I look forward to uh, uh, seeing how well Sake does and um, hearing people talk about playing it. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. It has been a lot of uh, joy to talk about uh, my game and talk about uh, talk with you. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize. 
but there are expenses related to the show. And if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. If you're going to purchase anything through Amazon or DriveThruRPG, consider using our affiliate links first, and then we'll get a small percentage sent back to us. You can do a single direct donation through PayPal using the paypal.me slash the RPG Academy, or consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash the RPG Academy. And for a donation as low as $1 a month, you'll get access to lots of extra goodies, including bonus minisodes, invites to monthly one-shot games, one-sheet adventures, and more. Please consider following us on Twitter and Facebook, or join our Discord, where we like to try to keep the conversation going with our fans as best we can, and are always looking to talk and chat more. Or do none of that. Just continue to listen and enjoy our show. Because honestly, that's enough. Thanks. And remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. We'll see you next time. music used for our intro and outro is Fly a Kite by Spectacular Sound Productions, used under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.